And welcome in. This is Chad and Larry. And we have Dawn with us today, the full crew in here with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. Welcome in on this Friday. Uh, join us anytime also on uh, our podcast, palmettorealestatepros.com. Uh, how's everyone doing today? Everyone with us awake, feeling good? Yeah, it's awake. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend and a beautiful week. May get a little bit of rain, as uh, we were just hearing. But uh, other than that, it's going to be a great day. And we got a lot to talk about today, Chad. That's right. Dawn, how's it looking over yes. in your neck of the woods? Sunny. Sunny and clear today. But that doesn't mean that just an hour away, it's not going to be storming. Does any, anything <laughs> can change. Still, <laughs> what are you running in temperatures right now? Stone. I want say it's probably in the low 60s right now oh wow well we're in the 80s which is good well in the mornings i guess it's 70s or something yeah, but. but during the heat of the day 80 degrees is better than 99 that's why i went to the mountains last week to get away from the 100 degree <laughs> heat. so we do have a great show today i'm glad everyone is able to join us today and and uh we couldn't do this without all of you guys out there listening joining us as well and and uh, be sure to join us um if you have a question or comment you can call us at 803-799-TALK that's 803-799-8255 and uh, we're talking about real estate. We're going to talk about some specifics that uh, I think, uh, you know, when we, we come to the show, we want to bring data, real information that we're seeing on a day-to-day basis and, and also some some national and some local stuff as well. One of the things that, uh, that, that I saw that, I mean, I think we know this being in the industry. Dawn could tell you this, you know, all of us sitting here, anyone in the industry, um, the, the headline of this article is one third of Americans cite housing cost as their greatest financial worry. Now, I don't know where they're getting the data for that, but that's when one third of people say that's housing cost. That seems like a lot. It does. But yeah, <laughs> I, I could see that it would be up there. You know, it, it, it probably is because everybody needs a house to live in a place to stay a house apartment condo something some place to live unless you're living with mom and dad if you're living with mom and dad i guess you don't care (laughs) but or you want to get out right it could be you care you just can't leave yeah or or you you care because you don't want to (laughs) leave exactly hey as long as housing costs are this high mom and dad i can't leave i'm sorry i wish i could but uh i just can't do it 52 I know I'm 52, but you know, <laughs> 52. you're getting old in age, Mom, and now who's going to take care of you? <laughs> no, I remember when I was growing up, I, I was about 16, 15 or 16, I told my dad one time I'd cut the grass and clean the yard, and I said, Dad, you know, I don't ever get an allowance. He said, you don't. You don't get fed. You don't get your electric bill paid. You don't get... And he said, anytime you want to start giving allowance, I'll do that, and you can help pay bills. <laughs> so... I guess it's that way with people looking for houses sometime when they're growing up. They don't realize how good mom and dad's treated them. Sometimes. So so when when you and and that's a good point because, you know, how are how much are people making? How much is it does it take to get everything else you need? And that's kind of what this poll it was a survey of 1900 basically adults. Not a whole lot. Not I mean, but they're doing a sample, right? And so 49% of the people said the price of gas, consumer goods, economic issues um this is what's causing uh the the concern and of course mortgage and rent cost is part of that and so when you factor in the whole picture like okay i'm making 
I'm making some money maybe. I'm working. Uh, I make money. But what does it cost to buy something new? And we talked about last week how we are seeing some of the rent prices stabilize. I mean, they're not low, but they're not going up like they were. And uh, we kind of see the same thing with housing, but it's still the same thing. I mean, when you have a 3 to 5% increase, which is probably normal, if you've got a $300,000 house, Mr. Mathematician, how much is that? You've got a $300,000 house, and 5% is 15000 $15,000 extra. Mm-hmm. Dollars. So that's in a kind of a normal market. So it it's still going up. But oh, yeah. Well, you know, and keep in mind that the other statistic that we saw this week was that unmarried couples make up 18% of all of the first-time home buyers for the first time in history. Well, that's a big so point. Yeah, it's all about housing affordability. So not to, and a lot of people are moving in together unmarried couples and you know, that's been going on for years, right? But um to be able just to afford their own place. Well, and that's that's big because people buy a house. Yeah. Just like you're saying, uh Dawn, if people are marrying later or not marrying, um, you know, so you had double income and you know, now you got single income with all your same, you know, most people coming out of college have a lot of college debt, things like that. So it creates an additional um, issue for housing as well because you don't have that double income. I know in a um, Sunday school class, um, a guy, was t- he taught a class. He called it the Dinks class. Double income, no, not married. Or no kids, sorry. Dinks. Double income, yeah. no kids. That's what it was. So you have a lot of uh, more disposable income, um, you know, starting your careers off and you can buy a house, maybe even a nice house, you know, a a decent starter home. And we're seeing less of that because people are waiting less uh, longer to get married. Maybe, you know, you are seeing cohabitation. see a lot of them investing in cars rather than a house oh boy we've seen that a lot mm-hmm. and dawn you've probably seen that too where you know someone has an 800 dollars a month car payment and they're living at home with mom and dad or living with friends family and it's like wow uh, you may could have saved some of that to put a down payment down get your credit in order or something yeah right yeah. right and then on top of that car payment is going to be the very expensive insurance price tag that goes with it correct <laughs> exactly so we we got all those things going on and, and kind of we want to transition a little bit to kind of talk a little bit on the show about once you do. So let's just move forward, move the ball forward a little bit and talk about, okay, now that you're, you have a house or on the other side, you're buying a, buying house. a house, something that's probably going to happen every time you buy or sell a house. In most cases, not 100%, but probably like eight, 85, 90%, maybe 95%. Yeah, we need a statistician to tell us. Yeah, so, but this is... Uh, the inspection, the inspection process. Uh, typically, when you sell a house, you can expect the buyer to get an inspection on the house. Uh, so same thing if you're a buyer, and especially if you're working with an agent, the agent is going to recommend you get a inspection when you buy the house. And so um, we've only got a minute to kind of wrap this point up but we'll on the other side we'll talk about what does that mean what does the inspector do um what should you expect and what should a buyer be looking at when they get that inspection and what should a seller be thinking about when you're putting your house on the market 
So you're saying there should be some preparation? There should be preparation on both sides. <laughs> and this kind of, you know, when you're working with a great real estate agent, they'll tell you all this. Um, now, there's too many times where we've heard the stories, well, they didn't tell me any of this. Maybe they did and you didn't hear it. You know, I don't know. But, um, you know, you should, this should be part of the conversation. Have expectations. Yes, there. clear and reasonable expectations along the way. And so sometimes we're working with investors and things. You don't have all these inspections, but in most cases, uh, you're working with a, a buyer or seller. Uh, you're going to have an inspector in that process and, somewhere. And it's a good process. That, yeah. That's right. So we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. Hang on. We'll be right back. See you in a few. Welcome back. This is Chad, and we got Larry and Dawn with us today with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. Welcome in. Remember, you can call us at 803-799-TALK. That's 803-799-8255 if you don't want to figure out which letters correspond with numbers. Right? <laughs> eight, 799-8255. That's easier. Talk is fun to say, right? We got it. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. We talk. Exactly. Exactly. So we're talking about real estate today. Welcome in, and uh, it's a beautiful day here. And um, I think, Dawn, you said it's a nice day there in Idaho. And so um, we're going to do some real estate. We're going to talk real estate today. Right. Let's talk about these reports, Chad. Reports. Right. So we were we were talking about the process, right? So when you go to buy a house, you're probably going to be advised, rightfully so, to get an inspection report. Now, there are many times when we're buying houses when we're doing investment properties uh, we may not get an inspection report we get our contractor to walk through the house we walk excuse me we walk through the house and we determine you know hey here's what we know is going to take to fix this house up and uh, many times we'll think okay does it need a roof yes it needs a roof we see that we can look at it it needs an electrical upgrade we don't need Every single thing looked yeah. at, we know it all needs to be replaced. Yeah, we've, we've done it a few times. Right. So, so <laughs> but even so, the last house we bought, if you remember, we were having like, does this meet? Co- I'm just not sure about this. So we had a um, an inspector come out and, you know, do the house. And it's great. It was good because we took that report he gave us and we handed it to our contractor. We said every single thing on this report, we want it fixed because we're selling it. So what we're trying to do as a seller is present a product to the end user, the retail buyer, and say, hey, here's a product that's on the market that you can count on. Here's the report we received, and here's where we fixed the things on the report. So not everything on the report, it may just be informational, a lot of the stuff. Correct. A lot of it you is know, just information. I'd like to just kind of throw in my two cents here about these inspections, especially when it comes to investors. A lot of investors don't get inspections, especially when they're just getting into the business. They have their contractor walk through. And the difference between an inspector and contractor walking through is because a contractor is going to walk through and say, okay, we can fix this and this and this, and we can update this and this and this. But a contractor isn't necessarily going to know if there's a foundation issue. 
you know, something major that when once they're in and start or termites, right? Once they're in and they're really starting to work on the property, realize that there's this big ticket item that just busted their budget wide open. Exactly. And, and so it, if you're getting into investment, I always recommend getting an inspection so that you just know what you're getting. And then just to your point, Chad, take this inspection report to the contractor and say, okay, here are the issues. And I've had, uh, I have an inspector who doesn't live in this state or not an inspector. I'm sorry. A client who doesn't live in the state who refused to get inspections on houses and twice it cost him an extra $20,000. Well, you think repairs. that would, that's, that's the kind of, and, see, this is the kind of, uh, lesson you don't want to, 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 to get right you want to learn from this we're telling you let, this so you can learn from this yeah, that's why we're let, me, let me ask you something how much does an inspection report cost how much does it cost to have an inspector go out and look at a house okay so the one that we just did it, it was 175 dollars okay and how much could he have saved had he spent 175 dollars Twenty thousand, maybe potentially just yeah. Yeah, $19,825. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, he would have maybe had to fix something he didn't know about, but that yeah, would be much, right. he could do it while he's fixing the house. And we would rather know, um, you know, any seller should want to know before you get there. And here's another thing with a lot of the inspection reports. Once you uh, you receive it, if you're a buyer and you didn't get an inspection and you don't know about something, Oftentimes, the way they repair, you get a repair addendum. I mean, we're getting kind of getting into the weeds a little bit, but once you have a contract, you have a due diligence period where you can do inspections and get your reports, all these kind of things. And then typically what happens if the buyer sees something they don't like, they send a, uh, an addendum in that says, hey, we would like these things fixed or some, some uh, mediation of them. And so... Um, in many cases, it says the repairs have to be done by licensed, bonded uh, people. Which, yeah, yeah, which sounds great, right? It sounds perfect. But what if I know how to do it myself? Well, what if threw in a light bulb right. burned out? A GFCI, you know, outlet switch. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I can, I can change out my own GFCI And, you know, Dawn, we actually hard. lost yeah. a deal over that. We had a house we rehabbed and... Um, I think, I don't know why we didn't, there was one GFI that wasn't grounded properly or something. And they put in the report that it had to be done by a licensed electrician and all this stuff. And we said, well, we're, we'll do, we'll send our handyman over there to mm -hmm. do that. And uh, they were just like, absolutely not. You will have to have an electrician. So we were like, well, that's kind of a little over the top. I mean, how much does it take to put some wires in the back of this outlet yeah you know and uh we called an electrician and he said well it's going to be 150 dollars just for me to go over there <laughs> and we were like no thanks and so uh they they walked i was like a little shocked but they walked well we did sell it and uh yeah we, we sold the house quickly but um these are the kind of things you don't want to you know we should have known about that before it was a minor thing but still the minor thing for a buyer can look like a major thing Correct. And that's what we want to talk about this yeah. report, just like you're talking about, Dawn. When you're a, a seller and you get the report, you may look at the report. It's, it's interesting how we all have a perspective, depending on what position we're in, correct? So like a... Oh, how buyers... Isn't it amazing? Think 
completely different about things. A seller would look at it and go like, well, that's easy. That's just something simple. A board's loose. And and a buyer's going like, oh, my gosh, the house is falling apart. Mm -hmm. And the real estate agent's caught between. (laughs) Yeah, and the buyer. So the seller will think, hey, that's that's really easy to fix. I could do that in a couple minutes. And the buyer will think, oh, my gosh, look at that giant thing. Well, I want them to fix it. But if they don't fix it and I have to fix it, then I want this much money off the house plus this much money more because I have to fix it. Exactly. And so that's how it's kind of it based on your position in the deal is going to kind of determine what you think about the report. (laughs) You know, it's 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 an interesting thing. Um, The way the report is laid out now, the one we've got, we're holding a report in our hands and, um, it's, it's interesting, right? We're, we've got the papers in our hands. And so this report is 52 pages long. And the house is not a bad house. So let me just put that out up front. So when you get an inspection on a house, be prepared for at least 30 pages, right? I mean, Dawn, how, what's the average length of a inspection report you get? Oh, 30, 30 pages is short. Right. So this one we have is 52 yeah. pages. And this is why it's so long. I mean, it's, it's actually, to give you an idea also, it's got a table of contents. Okay? So you know going in, it's detailed. It's like a book. Right. And so on the table of contents, they have structural foundation, roofing, exterior, electrical, heating, cooling, heating and cooling, insulation, ventilation, plumbing, interior, appliances, and then it's got a home maintenance guide, home maintenance guide checklist, maintenance advice, standards of practice. So you have a lot of information. Now, so those last items are kind of more like here's some good keys to keeping a house maintained, but the, the, the body of the report is all the findings that the inspector has, has discovered at the house. And they will find something even in a brand spanking new house. Exactly. And it happens. And the way, you know, it's, it's kind of segmented by the exterior, uh, the interior, um, and then it'll have uh, usually have something about major concerns, uh, minor concerns, and then some of them have a like a, a like a grid thing that says needs to be repaired, uh, okay, you know, these kind of things. And so... You'll get this report, and it'll ha- it should have uh, photos, the things that may be circled on the photos, indicating exactly what the inspector finds. And so just keep this in mind. They're going to look at everything about the house, the things that you probably don't look at. So, for instance, you may not go in your attic that much. You know, go up there to get something, come Christmas back down. decoration. Exactly. So you don't go up there looking for wires that are not in a junction box, for or instance. insulation. Insulation that's not in there correct mm. um a uh, drain for you know if your heating and air return is up in the attic you may not look at are the wires properly you know insulated is the drain line flowing properly you know these are the things they're going to look at all the things that you probably don't look at and you don't think about because usually as a homeowner what we think well everything's working okay i don't have a leak it seems to be fine my my lights work when i turn the switch um, my air works and i have hot water you know everything's perfect <laughs> you know and an inspector you're going to find <laughs> out it's not perfect every house is not there's probably a problem with it and you know we've even seen this on new construction have you ever seen a report on new construction dawn 
Oh, I mean, there's the blue tape walkthrough. Exactly. And if if a home inspector went out to new construction, they would probably find something. They'll find something. Right. And it's not going to be as much as a, you know, a house from 1980, of course, but they're going to they're going to find something. You know, I have a story from a new construction house that I sold. It was uh, not in a, you know, neighborhood. Well, it was in a neighborhood, but it was out in the country. Right. And every time we went out to inspect, the water was turned off for some reason. But I know that the water was turned on because of, you know, there was a water heater there. And they're all, you know, bathtub and everything. And But for whatever reason, every time I went out, the water was turned off. Well, you know, finally we closed the house. We got the water report. And it uh, doesn't show anything in major in the water report. We go out and, and after the house closes, the water is turned on and lo and behold, it's iron in the water and the water is coming out yellow and staining everything rust. And they hit it on purpose and I can't prove it. I just know it's true. So we got a water softener, you know, it took care of it, but it was about two weeks before that water softener came that, um, it was some dark two weeks with wow. all of the clothes getting stained. And, and you don't want to be drinking that water for sure. So, yeah. yeah. So on the other side of our break, we're going to kind of go into the report a little bit more so you kind of have an idea of what it looks like, what kind of things to expect. Hang on through the break. We'll see you back shortly. And here's your Friday afternoon forecast. Today gets nicer as it moves along with a mix of sun and clouds. Lower humidity and a high temp of 82. Tonight will cool down to 59 as a low. Tomorrow is glorious with sunshine-filled skies at a high of 83. For Sunday, a mix of sun and clouds, a bit more humidity returns, and a 30% chance of afternoon rain. Brian Leonard with your own point, local weather. Admit it. You've been woken out of a home improvement fever dream after an HGTV binge session and believed you could be a house flipper. Well, that dream is more realistic than you thought. Let the pros at the Palmetto Real Estate Group of SC guide you through the investment and rehab process. And let's make those dreams come true. Learn more at palmettoreg.com. What do Scarlett O'Hara, Jaws, and 1984 have in common? They're frequent examples in our story conversation on Right on SC. Join me, Casey Whitener, and my co-host, Rex Hurst, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Learn more about the show at rightonsc.blog. Welcome back. This is Chad with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros. With Larry, the wise one, is with us today, so we make sure we get everything right. Is that correct? Well, we're going to try. Yes. And Dawn... You're with us too. We we need to come up with a name for you. The oh, uh, I'm the comic side. The comic, the comic relief. Okay. <laughs> so so we got comedy. We've got um uh you know the the wise one, and I guess I just talk. You know, so we'll we'll get through it. But we're talking about inspections. But uh, before we talk too much about inspections, get in in this detail more. We we've got a caller on the line. I think we got uh, Jay calling in. Jay Floyd. Jay Floyd, are you with us? I am here. All right. So, Jay, one of the owners, partners at Ambrosia, is it Tavern, Taverna? Ambrosia Taverna. Taverna. Okay. So, what? tell us now, 
you know, we, we were excited when you called because uh, the producer was saying, maybe maybe we can get lunch or something out of this. Tell us what <laughs> well, you got cooking. It's kind of funny you say that. We'll talk about that. But I wanted to call in, and you and I were talking. The Greek Festival, I wanted to plug real quick, is happening down at the end of Main Street. It's down on that 1800 block. It's at the Greek Orthodox Church down there. Um, my wife and I, Melanie, went last night, and it was a great turnout. They've got all kinds of food. And of course, they've got some of the Greek wines. They've got some Greek beers down there. They've got uh, entertainment you can take. If you've never walked through the church, you can the Columbia Sistine Chapel. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. It's a beautiful though. church. Yes, I've been, been there before. It is really beautiful. So it will be worth, worth your while just to go down. I told Melanie it's like the fair without the rides. Uh, it's, it's really good food. It's outside. You can sit outside and listen to great music. Go inside, get some desserts, get some some things. So I wanted to plug back the the Greek festival in case people have forgotten about it. And in honor of that, because we're right a block away, we're at the we're at 1734 Main, so we're a block away. You can go down there and get some food, grab some stuff, and then you can walk right down to where we are. Uh, tonight's free is Friday night, so we're doing the free salsa lessons again from nine to ten, and then salsa dancing tonight. And tomorrow night upstairs, we're going to be open for the ball games. We're going to have all the TVs going for watch parties. Nice. Up upstairs at six. But we are doing, of course, lunch, brunch, Saturday and Sunday, uh, and uh, dinner from uh, starting at about So here, here's what I would say, right? So you're a block away. Now, a block Am- away. Ambrosia's is right across, almost right across the street, sort of from, well, it is right across the street from the, the um, you know, the Richland County is it the courthouse right there? Bankruptcy the courthouse, courthouse, and the that's right, and the police station right there on the corner of Main and Laurel. Exactly. Right. So it's you're in a great location. So it's a very safe location. That's right, <laughs> and so you can get your snacks over at the Greek Festival and go get the real that's meal right. over at Ambrosia's. That's correct. That is that is correct. We do all we do Greek dishes. We they don't have octopus over there, so come over and get some some real Greek octopus. And we've had Greek people tell us it's the best this side of Athens. Oh, that's so awesome! Really, really <laughs> so, so we can go. Athens, look. Georgia, Athens, Georgia, or Athens? Greece? Uh, no, not Athens, Georgia. Not Athens, 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 Athens. <laughs> the real play, the real deal, the real <laughs> Greek right. food. So, and in honor of the Greek festival, we're going to do just like we did last weekend. We're not going to do this every weekend. I promise you, we're not going to do this every weekend. But food only. Come in this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you get ten percent off of your food. Wow. That's that's awesome. Wow! And you know what's amazing is you can make a little day of this. You know, go out there in the the afternoon, go to the Greek festival, go across, get your lunch at Ambrosia's, and then go upstairs to watch the game. Yeah, absolutely. We go home and crash. We got arcade games, tables. Yeah, we got arcade games, pool tables. Well, we got several TVs. I think it's eight or nine TVs upstairs. We'll have some music going on. It's a good time. Jay, thank you for calling in. That's an awesome update for a, a good weekend if people want to take advantage of it. So Now, can I talk about inspections, too? Yeah. Really quick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when we purchased this home, it was, a, it was a bankruptcy. It was a foreclosure. And when we came in here, you know, I'd been in real estate. I'm an engineer. I walked through, and everything looked good. But we also did. We knew we were going to buy the house. It was just a matter of how much was it going to cost us to do the repairs because it had been vacant for eight or nine years. I walked through and I thought of an idea. We had a home inspector come through and he made a list and then that list was gave to us to give to the contractor to say these are the things that we need done. The bank just wanted to make sure that it was going to be habitable when we got the loan. So 
so we went in and we hired a general contractor to come in and fix all the things that needed to be fixed, which was a lot. But the thing that really tripped us and got us to buy this house was, I don't know if you remember, but you and Larry came over. You were standing in, in the kitchen, and I told Larry what I was looking at. And right after, about the same time we got the inspection done, and Larry looked at me and said, if you don't buy this house, I will. <laughs> That's right. You know, so Larry, Larry's got a very, very good eye. It was a great price, but we knew that there was going to need to be a lot of oh, work. It's an amazing house. It's like a U-shaped house that's out in the country which is awesome the more the, the older i get the more i want to be in the country i want to be in the country i want some land i want chickens i want something out you know get get away from uh you know the crowds but uh pool out there in the in the u in the in the uh it's an amazing oh, house nice. you guys did good yeah, with it, the entertainment area we, we, mm-hmm. we got very very blessed because it was a full failure we got a really good deal we had to put some money into it fixing it up of course but and we we got got a loan that allowed us to hold that into the loan. Erica went with us great on that. Exactly. But the so, one thing I always remember Larry telling me when I was looking at houses is you may know what you're looking at, but you still need to get an inspection done because even though you know what you're looking at, the only thing holding in Larry is the wise one, right? <laughs> the only thing holding those walls up might be termites holding them. So that's right. That's right. In, inspections are very, 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 very valuable. I think even if you're just buying a house. And you know you're going to buy the house. It at least gives you an idea of what needs to be done. Bring the thing up the code and be safe. Well, and that's exactly why we hired an inspector to look at the last house because we had some questions. We were like, I don't know if this meets code or not. And we were asking our contractor, and he's like, he wasn't giving me good vibes. Like, does he know? I think he does, but he's not telling me. So we just said, let's get an inspector. That way, when we have the report, we'll have a report. And then if there's a question for, because if I have a question, someone else may have a question, right? And so we'll share the report with the person that's buying the house and say, we addressed it. And so, um, Jay, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. And hopefully thank you'll, you. yeah, we'll have some visitors out to see you this, this weekend at the Greek festival to come across the street and go upstairs. Um, I mean, I, we're hoping for the best of this game. <laughs> Saturday. I mean, it, well, it's, it's going to be a tough eternal. one. Hope does spring eternal. You can get an inspection done, and if somebody doesn't get an inspection done, they go to sell the house, they find out the house has problems they never even knew about that now they have to fix that they could have had fixed before they bought it. But at least it hedges your bets, right? That's exactly what, what Dawn was talking about. Her, her investor just didn't want to do right. it for 200 i mean the the inspection is going to be based on how big the house is i mean but if it's 300 or 400 dollars it's worth it you know absolutely whatever it is this weekend remember yes this weekend 10 percent off at ambrosia uh in honor of the greek vessel go check out the greek vessel come down have some greek cocktails we're doing the greek liquors we have greek wines and then all the greek stuff and then upstairs Opa, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Opa, that's right. Well, I said Sambuca, but you can say Opa. <laughs> awesome. Opa. Thanks so much, Jay. Well, listen, Chad, I appreciate it. We appreciate right, it. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. That's amazing. We're talking about inspections, and Jay brings up from those many years ago the inspection that you told him he should get. Yeah. And he knew he was going to buy the house. He wanted the house. But one of the reasons you want to get the inspection, you know, just as he was mentioning, I mean, not just because you don't normally go up in the attic maybe and just look around for, for problems that go up under the house, but they look at all these different things. And 
it's interesting because Jay mentioned he's an engineer. That's mm-hmm. one of his 40 hats, I mm-hmm. believe. So he's an engineer. He could probably find out m- most of the stuff. We mentioned on this report, one of the things they look at is, you know, when you got structure, foundation, floor structure, wall structure, roof structure, attic method. of um, They talk about the method of inspection, the crawl space, um, concrete blocks, whether you got wood joist, wood frame, rafters, um, you know, how what kind of um, sheathing you have on the floor. All these different things they're looking at that you're probably not going to pay attention to. Well, most people aren't contractors builders architects engineers so they they just don't know and that that's the importance of well, get people that are trained yeah. to look for stuff and even if something looks good the inspect so so what the inspector does is like you see a house you walk in and you see oh yeah everything looks good the floors are nice there's a you know a little spot right here i wonder what that is but what the inspector does is they come in and they look inside the walls. They figure out what's going on with the electrical, what's going on with the plumbing, what's going on with insulation in the attic, if there is any. Because a lot of times in South Carolina, I find a lot of houses don't have insulation in the attic. Yeah, and they look at the foundation. They look at the window sills. They look at wood rot. They look at things that, you know, maybe your naked eye can't see. And that's why that inspection is important. And and they also, you know, all of these inspectors who are coming out to a house to look at it, the, the ones that are actual inspectors, they're licensed by the state. And just like a real estate licensee is licensed by the state that they're in, uh, these inspectors are licensed to do exactly what they do. You know, so they're licensed. So um, on the report, you'll see their South Carolina license number on the report. And so they have a... Um, a system that they've been prescribed, you know, here's how you do an inspection on a house. It's a methodical, systematic approach to what you look for. Now, this is not just a house, actually. It could be a commercial property. Um, We were looking at a commercial property that's been vacant for six years. So there's probably going to be some things in a property that's been vacant for a while that you need to be aware of that may not be on a, a typical structure. Well, yeah. That's what happened with Jay the first time I met him when he said this house had been vacant for a while. I told him to get an inspection because the bank doesn't know. Well, the bank is presenting right. the product and say we don't know anything. Yeah, buy they, at your they, own risk. They, as is where he is, buddy. That's right, and that's exactly right. And so, um, if they found, if he found something he didn't like, he would have an option, right? This is the this is what happens once you do your due diligence within the period prescribed in the contract. If you don't like what you see, you have a couple options. That's right. One is. I don't like what I see. I'm walking away. The other is I want to send an addendum to the seller and ask him to fix stuff um, or get a credit. Now, on a property like Jay has, they're not going to fix anything. No. They're probably going to maybe possibly do a credit. Maybe not, though. So, um, unfortunately, we're up against another hard break, so we're going to have to hold that thought and talk about it on the other side. Hang on with us. We'll be back shortly. We'll 
back. This is the Palmetto Real Estate Pros with Chad, Larry, and Dawn. Welcome in. Our phone number, if you have a question or comment about your inspection report, is 803-799-8255. That's 803-799-TALK. And remember, you can also join us anytime at palmettorealestatepros.com. All of our podcasts are uploaded there each Friday for the most part. And we couldn't you be know, doing this show without this gentleman sitting in front of us, Chad. Our the amazing producer, that's correct. He edits our, our show so we can get it up live for you every week. So we appreciate him being patient yep. with us. <laughs> he does. He's awesome. He's awesome. You know, and I also just want to take a, another minute to plug the Packerats. They are over cleaning out a house right now that I'm getting ready to, uh, we've got the listing and we're getting the photographs this week and they went over and cleaned out uh, a bunch of stuff out of the garage that and and the rest of the house and mowed the lawn which you know the people moved out of the house about a month ago so the lawn was looking pretty bad and that's Dallas and then his wife Ashley is taking care of the move out queen today that's right One and of our talk amazing about sponsors. Just, yeah. <clears throat> they're great let me tell you if you guys if you need anything done on your house, call these people first because they are on top of it. We've got pictures coming up this weekend. I don't think they do the photography of it, but they will get your house showroom ready. And that's for a party. If you've got, you know, a party coming up and you just need somebody to come in and clean or some extra, you know, care, call the pack rats. These guys are fantastic. Well, that's a great plug because uh, you. How do they find them, Chad? They can just go to our website. If you go to palmettorealestatepros.com, uh, you can you can find them on our website. There's a link uh, to each one of the sponsors right there on our website. Um, I don't know that Ambrosia's is up there yet, but we can you can find them as well if you go online. Ambrosia, uh, just type in the name of the the um, restaurant, you can find them as well. But we will have them up on our site very shortly. And um, it's it's great because these are trusted resources that you can use. And, and the reason they're trusted resources is because these are folks that we, we know that we've used. And uh, Dawn is vouching That's for correct. one right now. Yeah, just yeah I've used them. <laughs> yeah, I've used them before. This isn't the first time. I'm just super happy to have this resource. That's right. And um, part of being in real estate is having the, the people on your team that can help you accomplish your goal whether that be buying a property or selling a property and that's why we're talking about uh, you know these things on the show you know hopefully we can be a part of your team if you're looking at selling your property or buying a property and um you know the people that work with us help us accomplish that because it's not a a one-person sport obviously um you know it takes uh, you know a lot of different people to accomplish the goal of getting um, a property buying or selling and uh, so we want to have the right people in place and one of those is the with the inspection as part of that process you want to make sure you you know what you're buying or selling and so on the selling side it's it's a good idea to have an inspection report so you know what you're presenting to the public and um you know this is part of our conversation when we're talking to people selling their property is you know it we always advise them to get some somebody to look at the house before we put it on the market because it helps. You don't want to be shocked. You don't want to be surprised. And so this is why Pest Management is a sponsor. 
they can come out and do a pre-inspection of the uh, of the house. At a minimum, you should do that. At a minimum, because they're going to go up under the house, or if it's a crawl space or whatever, they're going to see if there's any leaks. They're going to see if there's any rotten wood. They're going to examine the house to make sure it passes a report, an inspection report for uh, pest control, for wood-boring insects, I think is the way they, they talk about it. Uh, but They will also tell us other things that they don't do, like insulation laying on the ground. They'll, they'll tell us some stuff that... It's not really in the report, but they tell us. Yeah, they'll tell us. And then what's interesting is a lot of times that we try to get these inspectors, so the, the home inspector, the pest control people, and the HVAC person, we try to get them at the house the same time. I mean, you know, obviously one reason is efficiency. <laughs> you don't want to go out there three times. Right. But another big reason is they talk to each other. You know, it, it, we see it every time they're all together. Hey, did you see that? What do you think about that? It looked like the floor was rotted. Do you think it's solid? Do you think it's okay? You know, whatever the case may be, they can discuss what they see. Hey, there's duct work down here. Um, you know, what do you think is going on here? Because an inspector, for instance, he's going to note it. But the HVAC guy who sees the duct work down, he can actually fix it and tell you how much it's going to be. And think about this, Dawn. You've seen this a thousand times probably. If you Something on a report, we see it on a report, and we're like, yeah, we could fix that very easily. Or, yep. or the heat and air guy. You leave it that way, and for the next guy who's going to buy the house, and it just really is very concerning, how can they have the ductwork down? How could it be on the ground, um, you know, in, in the dirt and have, um, you know, moisture coming into it? You know, it's an easy fix, but it, it, it's not good when, it's, when, when a buyer sees it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's an easy fix. And buyers will still freak out. Right. <laughs> but that's the way that the sellers and the buyers think. They think, oh, gosh, you know, I could just fix that. And, you know, it's easy. It's an easy fix. And the buyer is going to come in and say, well, it might be an easy fix, but it's going to cost me, you know, this much to fix it. And if I have to fix it myself, then I want an extra this much off the purchase price, you know, for the pain in the air factor. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you might can fix something for, you know, a couple dollars even. I mean, you know, just mm -hmm. just your labor. And if you if you can fix it, fix it beforehand. You don't want to make it an issue where it becomes a controversial or a or a negotiation point if you don't have to. So you don't have to hire a professional electrician to fix a light switch. Well, this is an in, in, um, on the other side of this, though. We've talked a lot about why it's important to have one. Um, Dawn, real quick, in our last few minutes here, when you're representing a buyer and they're going to get an inspection report, how do you frame what they're going to be getting, what they're going to be looking at? Well, you know, I start out by telling them that zero, no house is perfect. Absolutely no house is perfect. And it is the inspector's job to go in and find things that are wrong with the house. So that being said, you're going to get a, a very long report. Don't freak out because most of it is probably not going to be a big deal at all. It might be a loose doorknob or, you know, a, a leaky faucet under a sink or something. But those are really easy to fix. Right. That's and, how I started out. And that's perfect because what you and that's why I use the word frame it, because you have to um, prepare people for what they're going to look at. Because, for instance, if a light is out 
I mean, really, like if a light bulb is out on the report, it's probably going to say light not functioning. Consult an electrician. Have you seen that before? Oh, I have. Yes. Because there's a light bulb. That's right. And it probably or, needs a light bulb, a new light bulb. The light bulb needs to be replaced. But the inspector is not going to put a new light bulb in it. He's just going to say it doesn't work. Consult an expert. That's how it's going to be. another one. Roof looks to be at the end of its life. Consult a roofing professional. And the roofing professional will come in and say, well, you know, it's an old roof. I could replace it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, so here, here's one I've got. Here's one I've got, right? Uh, roof looks like it's the end of the life. Consult a roofing professional. So we consulted a roofing professional who came in and say, well, it's old. This little portion of it needs to be repaired, but it doesn't need to be replaced yet. And this is what the roofing professional says. But the, because the inspector said that it's at the end of its life consulting roof roofing professional the buyer thinks now this roof has to be replaced but that's not what the roofing professional says so we are actually in negotiations because of that exactly so these are the kind of things you run into so um, i'm reading a comment about the cooling system on a property now in a report it says a qualified heating and cooling hvac technician should be consulted to undertake the improvement recommended below and then it air condense air conditioning system requires yearly servicing so they don't even know that it wasn't serviced they're just saying you should consult them to talk about the service and then it further mentions it would be wise to consider a homeowner's warranty <laughs> so this is not saying what you have to do it's just saying here's some things that you could should consider as you make the decision on this property or when you look at this report. So you could get a report and say, I'm okay, I don't want to fix anything. Or in many cases, you may look at it and say, you know, hey, these are things that, you know, affect the, you know, structure of the house. I want that fixed. These are major mechanicals in the house. I would like those things fixed or addressed. Um, you know, there was, uh, we had one where it had a uh, cracked uh, cover plate. And uh, the buyer asked for the cover plate to be replaced. Okay. I mean, a cover plate's 50 cents or something. <laughs> but why? I mean, like, really, if it was me, I would just say, I'll go get you a cover plate or go get yeah. one. Right. It's not that big a deal. Right. It's it's one screw. So we're going to have to, unfortunately, leave it there. We could talk about this stuff more, but we're up against the end of our show now. We hope you have a fantastic weekend Go visit Ambrosia's this weekend and the Greek Festival. Hopefully, we'll see you out there this weekend. And Gamecocks look good, hopefully. There are many paths to home ownership, and we can connect you to the homes you can rent to own. No frantic bidding or disappointments. Love the house you're renting like it's your own, because it can be. Learn more at palmettoreg.com. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, business, or investment property in South Carolina... With more than 20 years in the industry, our family-owned business can help you with all your commercial and residential real estate needs.